welcome to Substance and Style, episode two. I am your host, Antonio, and I am with Niall. Damn, so like this is yeah. air and electricity, culture crypt, linked up together. Yeah, we've got away. some interesting topics. We're going to debate, discuss Cole versus Kendrick versus Drake. Those are like the synonymous rap figures of the last decade. Oh, without that, without mm-hmm, that. Like we're going to talk about deluxe albums. The song economy. Just, yeah, how everything's kind of... The wait, nature wait, 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 what did you just say? The the, de- the deluxe pandemic, I call it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the second yeah, yeah. great pandemic we're going through is the mm. deluxe pandemic. For better or for worse, it depends yeah. on the arts. I really wait, feel when like. would you say it started? So, okay, so we're going to start with the deluxe. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so basically, people can agree or disagree, but the way deluxes have always worked, they've I mean, they've always been a thing within music, right? Mm. So, like, back in the CD era, you would have maybe have a standard and deluxe. It would go to Best yeah. Buy, Target, HMV. They'd come out simultaneously the same day as the album mm. and you can either pick up the standard for whatever price or the deluxe if you're a mega fan it might have a different cover you know yeah. it might have a different cd cover it might have whatever same with the itunes era you know it, it would be the same thing you could buy the the standard for 9.99 the deluxe for 11.99 right mm. but what's happened is obviously coming into the streaming year and also let's also highlight that there were stagnated deluxes too but they were like either like a if album was really did really well for example like usher's confessions back in 04 mm. it would be a standard and the deluxe might come out six months later but it was it, it definitely wasn't a necessity like it it you know it's something that happened but it wasn't you know it, yeah. it didn't have to happen but like through streaming has taken it to the next level exactly. where artists will drop deluxes however further along from the original release date just to kind of bolster streams get yeah. more attention and you do have to sometimes question artistic integrity but as you were saying earlier sometimes deluxes have like hidden gems like and songs yo, you may not yo, have heard. Listen, listen, and, mm. and, and agree with me or disagree with me. And I really feel the tide for deluxes turned in March 2020 when Lil Uzi Vert released Eternal Take. And then a week mm. later, he followed up with Lil Uzi vs. The World 2. It's basically a separate album yeah. on top of his original Great, great marketing. Great marketing. That's all I can say. It's, 100%. It's smart. It's smart. And then from here, it kind of snowballed. Mm. Janae's done... So basically, like, he's got these pop stars running scared. Listen, yeah. Ariana Grande's done one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nava's done one. Yeah. Uh, every... Bryson Tiller's done one. Mm. Uh, who else has done one? You know, we can go on with these deluxes, yeah. but basically... I feel, I feel like every artist... Lil Durk has done one. Now, Lil like, Durk has done one. Almost you have uh, to drop a deluxe. It's you, you, yeah, it's almost like a necessity. Carty's mm. rumored to have one yeah. in the works. But um, no one's checking for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whole, whole lot of red came and went so quick. I mean, it was a good project. It was definitely overhated, but it definitely mm. didn't live up to the expectation. Yeah. But I feel like he knew that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, what I wanted to say, you know, like the question that you posed is, where is the line between artistic t- integrity? Mm. Like, this is my plan. Yeah. Or, and these are left. Or even Eminem as well. Like, he did yeah. a whole extra out. Yeah. Like, no one was checking for that either, to be honest. <laughs> no, no. Because no. that was a whole year almost after the fact. It sounded like a... It wasn't just B-sides. Like, he mm. marked it. He's talking about Corona on the album. So yes. Like, yeah. But anyway, I digress. The, the, the question I pose is, you know, like, is it artistic artistically in, in, you know is artistic integrity or are they really just doing this because of the model like we said because mm. of the nature of the way music and streaming works yeah and like how migos didn't drop culture 2 back in 2017 2018 as a deluxe it was just a 27 track album yeah whereas if that happened now would it be a 15 song album and then like most likely extra, most likely you know like 12 songs but, on but the it's like it plays an artist's favor to release more songs because it's more streams and like oh 100 percent like streams only show so much but like in the grand scheme of things, artists want to be perceived as they're doing well, especially pop artists. Yo, can you can you imagine 
Yeah. If when Frank Ocean dropped Blonde in 2016, mm. he would have dropped a Blonde Deluxe. That was no, but even The yeah. Weeknd did it too. Because when The Weeknd did uh, After Hours, which was a great album yeah. back, back last year, Dropped when Weeknd did After Hours, he did a deluxe or like remixes. And then he had like those three extra songs, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, those three like extra songs on the album and then like a, a remix EP and the song with Uzi as well. Mm. Like it was, it was kind of wild actually. Yeah. Um, but like it's a whole nother discussion with like the song economy, how Spotify is not paying artists. And like Spotify gives people pennies. For yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a balance between Spotify giving everyone that exposure where you can reach all these people in like an incredible way, but then but just not getting paid. It's a consumer side. It's like it's great for the consumer and fan when you have access to all this music, like for however much you're paying nine ninety nine a month. But then the artists are getting underpaid, and it's really trying to find that balance, like. There's places like Bandcamp, obviously, which is a way artists can get paid through merch or through exclusive downloads and stuff. So it's like, if if an artist is going all out and putting together this deluxe, is it because they they want to give fans or this music really or they still have to? Or sometimes in the case of like Nav, mm. who is an artist I don't really care for too much. Yeah. But one thing I did notice, he had like an album like Brown Boy 2 or whatever. And then he had like another project. I can't remember the names of them, but like... And the baby as well. How the yeah. baby had a whole extra album on top. Like I said, like, is it really these artists dropping deluxes, or is it really another contractual agreement mm. that they're fulfilling for an album? Do you know true, what I mean? True. Like, is it just or another is it like contractual... when the first album doesn't do well, drop a deluxe? Maybe it'll hopefully snowball. get a single or two yeah, on there to get yeah. it going. Like, yeah, no, you make a you make a great point. Like the whole song economy right now is is, is crazy. Where it's mm. really like, are people dropping cohesive bodies of yeah. work? I mean, because the thing is, like, you would you would think. That in dropping uh, a deluxe, um, you know, it's bolstering money stream. But at the end of the day, like a real great body of work still lasts, you know? Like, yeah, think always. of like Polo G. Polo G's album, mm. it lasted. The Weeknd's album, it lasted. Yeah. Like when an artist is really dropping a great body of work, like yeah, deluxe might Nothing give it else another, matters. A, a, another yeah. look. But at the end of the day, like I really feel like albums aren't gone. Like, I mean, mm. for quick bucks and yeah. for streaming. EPs like, are definitely on the up. EPs on the Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. There are way more, especially for up and coming artists. Like EPs yeah. are definitely, definitely the way forward. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't, I don't shame that. Like, you know, it gives you a nice little taste and a nice little look into, into what yeah. it is that they're, uh, it, it kind of whets your appetite for an album, I feel. True, it, true. It, it gives you a taste of what they can do. Oh. And then like, if they drop something longer, then without you're going to check out. You're going to check out. Without a doubt, man. Yeah, but talking about like long and short form projects, should we go into Drake versus Kendrick versus Drake Cole? Versus and let's start off discography. Because the way I see it is that they are rap artists. They're not bad rappers. So it's not like who's rapping the fastest or the hardest. They are rap artists. So who can make the most concise albums like multiple times? Like who, who's got that knack? Like, in your opinion, because I feel like I've got my biases. I've got my biases. <laughs> I got my biases, so I might favor Kendrick like, over both of them. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you like, big up you, Drake, I'll shit on Drake. If you mm, if you shit on Drake, I'll big yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably like Drake's biggest fan, who also criticizes him. Like, cause there's a lot of Drake fans, which they they, they don't see Drake as doing no wrong. They place yeah. Drake as being the best rapper and singer. Or yeah, it's like I feel like a lot of the hate Drake gets, cause despite what you think, people hate Drake way more than me. I I give Drake his love sometimes. But like I think a lot of hate Drake gets is cause his fans put him on this pedestal. But it's like 
you could go shoot someone down when they put on that pedestal and like that's how some people see it's it. It's the same venom Jay got back in the day when Jay was on the top, to be honest. Okay. We'll look at Drake the same way we look at Jay Z in, yeah. in, in ten years. Maybe even bigger because you yeah. know how everything's yeah. magnified in the streaming. Yeah. But um Drake me, talking about like with someone Conry, Drake, someone who's benefited know, massively from streaming. You know what I find? So yeah. Jay Cole. Now, this doesn't necessarily apply to Kendrick Drake. I think they have this quality too. Yeah. But something that strikes you off the head, top of the head with J. Cole is he has a lot of replay value. Oh, okay. J. Cole would like, think about it, mm. like 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Like, preacher. He's a teacher. Yeah, you learn he, a lot from what he He has does. a lot of replay value. Like yeah. Forest Hills Drive, like that really, you know, took him to the next upper yeah. echelon. Like that album has a lot of replay value, arguably more so than any Drake album. I'm not going to say more than mm. any Kendrick album. I'm wow. not going to say that because... Okay. But I oh, feel that's like, an interesting take. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's J. Cole has okay. has replay value. Yeah. I feel like Drake has an I, undeniable... I feel about J. Cole as well, just adding on to that. J. Cole is not trying to be the biggest artist. He's not trying to get viewed as the best artist. I feel like he's doing music... He's doing what's he, best for him. Yeah, he, yeah, he enjoys and like he, he likes putting his message in the music. And that's what's important to him 100%. rather than anything else. So Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that 100%. I feel like Drake, like say, he carries the hits. He carries like, mm. you know, yeah, the It's like, like um, the Murs on as a hip hop DX with the free lane theory saying that Drake is pop. Kendrick is hip hop and J. Cole is hip hop. And that just kind of lends to how they maneuver. So it's interesting 100%. to break down how much they value different stuff in their careers because uh, Dr- Cole is cool with Kendrick and Drake but of course Kendrick and Drake have a weird cold war going on <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Ken- like I remember when Dr. Dre dropped his last album in 2015 mm. there were rumours that like when I think on the song Genocide with Kendrick like oh, yeah. Kendrick was sending shots at Drake yeah. and like yeah, the, it's weird, like, because Kendrick doesn't want beef with Drake, and Drake mm. doesn't want beef with Kendrick, but at the same time, it's not, it's not civil, because back in the early years, like, yeah. all three of these guys intermingle, like, you word, think about that song, like, F and Problems, with Ace yeah, Rocky, like, yeah. they were both on that song together, Kendrick like, Kendrick toured good. with Drake on Club exactly. Paradise tour. Club Paradise tour, that mm. was dope, even OVO first, I'm pretty sure they've, well, okay. and, and, uh, don't quote me on that. That's yeah, not a fact, but I'm pretty sure they've they've bought each other out here and there. Yeah. And even even to the extent the point that Drake is on Poetic Justice on mm. Good Kid and, and Buried admittedly, Alive. Admittedly, on Buried Alive. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, Take yeah. Care as well. But admittedly, like Drake does kind of wash Kendrick on that, but in the sense, it's Kendrick's song, and Kendrick does what's best to make the song good. And but Drake takes it up. Yo, Drake, Drake, Drake's verse on that is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yo, I actually can't. Drake actually body that. I can't yeah, lie. And yeah. that's coming from someone who prefers Kendrick out of all three. Like Drake, really? Ken- really? Kendrick okay. is my favorite out of all three. Oh, I, I do even know. That. But purely off the standpoint that none of it's them have a better album yeah. than Good Kid. Yeah. And even if he didn't have a Good Kid, none of them have a better album than T Pab. Yeah. And none of them have a song like Matty. Yeah. Point blank. And but the only detractor I do have for Kendrick is mm. I feel like although he drops quality and he drops quality consistently. No, no. I think if you're reading this is too late, it's better than Bam. Ooh, okay. I think 2014 Forest Hills Drive is better than Bam. Okay, okay. I think yo, I better I better be quiet before the yeah, yeah. before the fans kill me. But yeah, no, do you know what I mean? But then you know, it's kind of like I do understand why people don't resonate with Damn the way they did with Two Pimper Butterfly or Good Kid Mad City. But I think as a project, we've already spoken still, about this yeah. in the pilot. But but you know what I mean like we're it not going to spend too much episode. time. On it might deserve its own but, episode, like but, a whole damn debate. But. but with Drake, like he doesn't have the projects that I hold. Like you know, like mm. it's not. I'm not listening well, to well, more what life do you think every of, What do you think of the theory of post nothing was the same? Drake gave up on trying to get a Grammy and he concentrated more on making music that gets played 
and in, that, in different kind of circles. Like he called more life a playlist views similar to that where so views, many genres like mixed views in. is an album but like he definitely yeah, yeah, went yeah. a bit like he, he dipped in a lot like scorpion even though scorpion does have a narrative to it it's same again where it feels like, like two he's sides trying to, he's trying to please trying as to, many people as it's possible. like he's a market strategist mm. like trying to write down on paper like what's the best and then which again, is why i guess the mixtape if you're reading this, his run from mm. Take Care to Nothing yeah. the Same to If You're Reading This is his best he's run. So hungry, as yeah. He's yeah. so hungry. He's so hungry on If You're Reading This. Whereas now he like Dark Line Demos is a mixtape yeah. here. Yeah. And his demo tapes, like, that's what he called it, like. But, but I am anticipating Certified Loverboy because this yeah. is, because, because like Drake, no, no rapper has been, how old is Drake? Like mid thirties? Like 32, 33, yeah. I want to say. He's born yeah, in 86. Okay. So 34. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But no rapper has been in a position that Drake is in because the last rapper to be this successful is Jay-Z and Drake had a head start in Jay-Z even because Drake had won the Grammy for Take Care when he was 26 and Jay-Z started really reasonable doubt and started rapping yeah, properly. Yeah, he kind of was like... So, so it's like Drake, Drake has gone himself in a position where however long it takes him, he's going to be a billionaire and he kind of like doesn't really have... He keeps himself motivated by convincing himself that people are like out to get him. Yeah, it's interesting. Just, it's interesting. Yeah, because he's kind of like because how else do you keep yourself motivated when you got everything at your fingertips? Like he's kind of yeah. like, and anything he drops is gonna sell. Like, what kind of problems does Drake have? That's what I want to know. What, what kind, kind of, of problems does a man <sighs> who drinks out of Grammy cups and awards all all the problems and you, you rocks don't, you chrome, don't, you don't know. Up, chrome heart pajamas and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what but, problems does this nigga you, really you, have? Like the most personal kind of problems because. He doesn't know who's using him or who wants to who's generally really be friends with him. And obviously like, the relationship more money, with more son, problems. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's, you know, he still sings about the women. That will never go mm. out of style, mm. you know, like, <laughs> if, like, you know, it's like the whole Wu-Tang Forever thing. Like, Drake named the song Wu-Tang Forever and tried to get Wu-Tang on it. And then when Wu-Tang came with hard verses, he didn't like that because apparently he wanted something like more softer than talking about like ladies and stuff. So that's, that, that is really like an example of Drake's character. He would name a song Wu-Tang Forever. And then when the legendary rap group Wu-Tang come back with a few verses from it, he doesn't pay tribute to what Wu-Tang is. Like, Drake, Drake is a huge hip-hop head. Like like we said he on is, the last he episode, he's a big MF Doom fan. He knows his music. Like, even though it seems as he's only been supporting the UK scene recently, he's been a big fan of the UK scene for a while. Like, Drake's a guy that, like, loves his music. But it's almost as if it's to a fault. Like... Do you know? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's got all these tattoos of artists and stuff on his he's body. Like it's like tattoo. it's almost like an identity type thing where it's like he doesn't know what he really yeah, is. Like, yeah. what is Drake at his core? Is he a rapper? And that's where that's singer? where Cole is and Kendrick with the way more authenticity. Like, it just comes across as we're not trying as hard to cultivate an image. Yeah. Like, how do we feel about Cole's music though? How do we soulful and. I, 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 understand why pre- I understand why people I, say it's like boring because it does seem like he's always trying to tell you something, but it's not. It's not just that. It, it's him kind of like taking his life experiences and embodying them in music, and it can come across in certain ways. But I say the last normal, normal J Cole album is Born Sinner. Shout out to my Born boy Cloud no, Cancun. Normal. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Cloud Cancun. Uh, the world of Dre on YouTube. He had a great breakdown of, mm. of his album Born Sinner. I was watching that Recently. earlier. It was really yeah, good. Really good video, footage, yeah. Yeah. But um, 
I say Born Zen is the last normal album because it had good. features, yeah. production that was varied. It had a mm. deluxe too, you know? Mm. It was just like a normal ass. It dropped yeah. the same day as Jesus. Like it yeah. was a normal ass album. J-, J. Cole's been but, very bohemian with how he's moved since that. Other like, than Revenge of the Dreamers, like everything mm. he's dropped since has been no features. Yeah. For, like, for Your Eyes Only is still very like poetic when you take it oh, for yeah, what 100%. it is. His song yeah. For Your Eyes Only, yeah. like, J. Cole's song For Your Eyes Only to me is probably the best J. Cole song. Like mm. about his daughter and then like it's kind of like, well, it, like his friend's daughter or something. His friend's yeah. daughter and then it's like a parallel between him being a rapper and the other guy choosing the streets and the kind of the relationship yeah. the guy carries. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I definitely think that's his best song. Mm. And obviously songs like Immortal and like Land of the Snakes. And he definitely has, I reckon you could make a classic J. Cole album if you cherry yeah. pick songs from each yeah. Like you K- really KOD was an yeah, interesting- Steve Lacey on full clothes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Lacey's productions are a whole nother thing. But like J. Cole, like with KOD, almost felt like he made that project as an answer to all the mumble rappers, which were kind of like mentioning his name. And he thought like, I'm going to jump on some trap beats and just rap my ass off. 100%. But it's, it's, it's like, well, why not just make an album? Like, uh, why, why did it have to be in that manner? It was kind of like, it, <sighs> J- he's, J- like old, does, he's the biggest old head of the three. He, he, yeah, he's the biggest old head. Like, yeah, Drake, Drake, Drake's not an old head at all, but he he's a fan of like old hip hop as well, which is weird to think. Like Drake's yeah. really like an old school hip hop fan, but he's like finessed in a way. And then from he's his, like his... with Drake, you're the ruler. He's with like yeah, blue, young yeah, blue. Like yeah. he def he was always looking to like yeah. new music and like he, he's how like he can like himself. suck mm. the blood. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, he's yeah, not a yeah, vampire. Yeah. No, Drake is dope. Um, but you know what I mean? Like he's always looking. He's got his ears to the streets and what is yeah. popping right now, which is how we get people like uh, what's his name? Uh, he really put Gibby on on. No, like, no, 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 really no, not even Gibby, not even Gibby. Um, look alive. Uh, oh, Blockboy JV. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. either he makes their careers mm, or, or like with intakes of like Givian and Dave yeah. from the UK, or he breaks their careers in the sense of obviously um Blockboy JB. Because obviously yeah. the big he's not and Lock like G Jordan, like hold on, we're going home. What a trap. Division are doing Division. D- Division are doing Division, well, Division and Party yeah. are kind of coming back. Like Party's mm. Colors EP he dropped recently. That is dope. And I've been, yeah, yeah. And I've been and I've been listening to that because obviously it came out a few years ago, but he re-released them into one yeah. thing and like Yo, the song Freaking You, where he flips the Jodeci Shit. thing, and the song with Travis Scott, like, I think it's Just No, and like, mm. Girl from Oakland, like, but, Party is doing his thing post mm. uh, Party Mobile, I want to say, because Party Pack and his his re- remastering, I guess you would say, of his EP. So, is, so is I guess Drake really works better with R&B artists, yeah. in a way, like, in terms of platforming them, or, that's another thing, when you're comparing Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick. Cole and Kendrick, like when they sing, they get a lot of hate because they they aren't like natural Sing singers. Like but yeah. it's still it's very soulful, and I uh, I give them credit for at least trying. At least but trying, like yeah. when Drake sings and goes on his R and B shit, it is like he he's a natural with it. Like yeah yeah hundred percent. Uh, I'm curious to see Drake's to Hold On We're Going Home is like a straight up R and B. But but where's my Jordan now? Like where, where are they? <laughs> like oh, OVO sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but but like honestly, comparing <laughs> yeah, Cole, real. Kendrick, Drake, they are very different. They are yeah. very similar. But I, th- I think there is a mutual respect Who's between all three. Who's fourth? If it's Cole, Kendrick, people used to say it was Big Sean, but that, that, that that's not even like. Where is Big Sean now then? Because Detroit <sighs> mm. Two was a was a dope. Yeah, it was dope project. Yeah. Did it come? It didn't come and go. I'd say. Nah, it, it, like it, it, I, it, I, it, I it, think it, it, people it, like liked it. 
Wale? Nah, no, no. Nah. But he was in that conversation. Mm, at one point. Uh, Two Chains? Like, no, yeah. no. If we're talking like 2010's best rappers, Two Chains has to be in there, bro. Like, he's, he's not, he's not before. He was playing circles or like Duffel Bad Rocky At some point, but not anymore. Oh, like, ASAP Rocky. Travis Scott's number four now. But is ASAP Rocky and Travis Scott are kind of there. No, undoubtedly, mm, yeah. Mm. ASAP Rocky would have been in that fourth spot. Not saying he's lost it or he's not up there, but he's no, in a different he's, space. He's not focusing on he's, music. Yeah, like he's that in a no different more. creative yeah. space right now. But 100%. Yeah. Um, Travis Scott, 100%. He, is he, he's definitely coming for the necks of Drake. Probably not Kendrick and Cole because they kind of in a different realm. But yeah, yeah. Travis Scott is definitely up there coming for that number one spot. No, for sure. With like obviously like franchise and Jack Boys mm. and, and, and always collaborations. Like the bus- business side of Travis Scott is insane. Why he's whether doing. it's like food mm. or like fashion. Erica Banks, like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even yeah. know. Like who is he collaborating yeah. with? Like it, it might not be in song form, but Travis Scott definitely always has a collab on the way. Yeah, but like going back to Cole Kendrick Drake. Who who makes your best music and who's gonna be making best music in five years? Uh, <laughs> it's hard, right? It's hard. Like yo, uh, I feel like Kendrick is seen above on another level above just because his albums have moved in the way. Oh yeah, the answer is always Kendrick, but it's just when you're talking like discography and yeah, album, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like when course, you break it down to other subject matter, it's it's a bit harder. Hundred percent. Definitely like. But who's your favorite? Like, who do you, do you like most? Jake or Kendrick or Drake? Like, I think I listen to Drake the most, but I prefer mm. Kendrick. And Kendrick definitely is. The funny thing with Drake, I know two people that claim they don't listen to him too much, but he just manages to fit in their like top, top one percent yeah. most listened. He's got the most music. Uh, yeah, I think Drake has. Yeah, Drake. I listen to Drake most because he has the most music and like. He's more visible as an artist. Like he's more yeah, out. Yeah. Whereas Cole has yeah, like Cole it, and Kendrick have no social media presence mm, really at all. Which is powerful in itself. Like. Yeah, it is a flex. It's a flex. Yeah. But, we but really like, like uh, in Drake's rap reader, it's really funny because um, he brings up Cole and Kendrick, and he's like, "Yo, I'm the only one really living this rap lifestyle. Like they're, they're, they're happy with their families. Like he 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 says in a way that like, he's not dissing them. But I just find it interesting where he's like." He says the rap lifestyle is an indicator to how great he is as well. Like, I think they all have different, like, perspectives on the world. Yeah. And, like, they value different things. It comes together interesting, though. Like, ugh, I, I'm, I reckon in 10 years, they're all still going to be bodying in different ways. And I'm, I'm excited to see that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess that's a that's a wrap yeah. for... Should we for... shout out, like, a uh, couple of people you might have not heard, but we know personally, like... Yeah, hundred percent. New so, releases. So some new releases. Uh, Waterboy. Oh it, yeah, Crumbs, Crumbs by Waterboy. Dope, smooth dope track. song, dope song. Shout yeah. out to Waterboy, man. He's he's doing this thing. He he's he's gonna be the the you know the. He might actually you know have a song. He might sw- swap into because with Waterboy, like he's really got mm. untapped potential. Where we've we know what he can do. Like he could do a yeah. drill track. He could do an Afrobeat track. He yeah, could we'll put the, sp- put the link in the caption. Yeah. Yeah. He could spit in French at one point. Like Waterboy yeah. could really, he could really, he could really do his thing. Um, and that's a dope new release. Heartbreak uh, Indigo by Nick Fraser. Dope. Yeah. Dope song. Also, shout, shout out. out to Nick. Nick is really, mm. really, really out here doing his thing. And also, Lord. I want to, I want to shine a light on um, Natalie Music. Someone. Who, oh yeah, yeah. yeah shout she, out to Natalie C. Natalie, Natalie C, yeah. she not only has her own dope solo material, but Natalie C also Covers. did a cover of Monica's Before You Walk Out oh. My Life. 
it's done. It's done. Insane. It's so dope. Like it's not yeah. just '90s R&B vibes, but it's like it's timeless. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to me, bro. Uh, Given released a dasher recently with like someone he hooked up with on Reddit. Like, okay, it's okay. a Dutch producer called Loopville. Like they've got like a little like duo uh, going on. Like dasher by Given. That's a great track. Given's that guy. Yeah. Um, Energy. I can't wait until live performances are back. And also, if you don't know Waterboy, he's actually featured in the introduction. Like, yeah, it was a little performance we had where, like, Warboy yeah. was one of the acts performing. But, yeah, there is there is some new releases on the rise as well. Like, I know I, I, I know the, the UK hip-hop, R&B, Afrobeat, mm. drill, trap yeah. scene. There is definitely Probably. a lot to watch. But what, what I want you to, to do, guys, like, if you can, like, in our Insta comments, in our YouTube comments, comment who you're listening to. Word. We can give it a review and we yeah. can maybe bring that to a future episode of Substance and Style. No, most definitely, yeah, most definitely. There's, there's a lot of music on the rise. Um. And yeah, just just let us know what you think, man. Yeah. Thank we've, you. We've been Substance Style. I've yeah. been Niall. I've been Antonio. Been... Thank you for listening all the way through. Comment anything about Cole, Drake, or Kendrick that you do find interesting. What are your favorite tracks of theirs? Yeah. I'm not even going to get into albums. That because, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's 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 a debate in itself, yeah. you know. But yeah. yeah, we've we've been Substance Style. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode and I hope you guys have a blessed day, blessed, blessed week. Make sure you drink water. And, stay hydrated. Uh, and always stay learning, yeah. That's, yeah, stay learning, stay learning. Oh, you just, of course you had to whip out the water, yeah. Oh man, I like, just had it on this side, yeah. Okay, all right, but, uh, yeah. thank you, thank you guys.